If you're a parent, teacher, or school leader, and you're sick and tired of the frustration, anger, and unfair treatment of children at high risk in our public schools, then perhaps it's time for all of us to do something about it. In this podcast, Dr. Amitra Berry brings you tips, tools, strategies, and tactics to build successful solutions while touching, moving, and inspiring all of us to transform our schools so that every child thrives. Here's your host, Dr. Berry. Welcome back, Equity Warriors. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to have some special episodes coming up that feature some amazing guests. And those video podcasts will air first on my YouTube channel. So if you're not a subscriber there, check out the notes for the link so that you can watch those interviews. I can promise you, you're going to love these guests and you're going to learn from the information that they share. Today, I just want to spend a minute talking about back to that issue of policing. A listener sent me a copy of a court filing against a school district, and I am not going to put them on blast. If I have listeners that know this district, they'll recognize it right away. But I just want to give you a little bit of a reason why, why you need to be concerned about what's going on in your school districts with either district police or if it's your city police department that does the policing. I did that episode talking about school resource officers, SROs, and some of the challenges there. But let me just read you these numbers. This comes from an investigation that was done by the attorney general's office of a state of a school district that is uh, it's what we would call a medium to large district, roughly 35, 37,000 students in that district. Here's the numbers that are in the court filing. For Black youth ages 10 and over, the odds that an incident involving a Black student resulted in being booked into custody were 148% greater than other students. 148% greater. The odds that an incident involving a Black student resulted in a citation were 92% greater. And the odds that an incident involving a Black student resulted in a counsel and release were 196% greater. For Hispanic youth, 10 and over, the odds that an incident involving a Hispanic student resulted in being booked into custody were 124% greater than other students. Their odds of a citation were 164% greater, and their odds of being counseled and released 144% greater. A little bit more here, nasty numbers there. The odds of incidents for kids under 10 under the age of 10, the odds of incidents with Black students resulting in police action were 176.9% higher than those of white students. They also found that for youth ages 10 and over, incidents involving Black and Hispanic youth were much more likely to result in more severe policing outcomes compared to incidents involving students of other races and ethnicities. Now, a little bit about this district. You know, these aren't little numbers here. Yes, they are the exponential disproportionality is huge. And this is a district that is majority of color. So it's not one or two students and these just seem blown out of proportion. Some people would say, well, it's just a few bad apples. It's not. The bad apples are in the police department. Black youths here were overrepresented in incident reports involving student misbehavior that were referred to the department. 
compared to their overall district demographics. That's disproportionality, folks. They found that they were using police for things that were typical behavior that you would see in a classroom that does not require a police action. And when that happened with black and brown kids, that's when the police were called. The same report goes into disproportionality, not just for children of color, but for children with IEPs, students that are in special education. Now, those of us who've ever worked with special education students, who've been a special education teacher, a parapro, you know that there are times when their behavior escalates and you have procedures to handle that, to calm them down, to restrain them without handcuffs, right? But this finding indicates that even minor situations, um, use of force by a school official or a school resource officer included handcuffs and physical restraint techniques and arrests significantly disproportionate to what should have been happening. This is going on because you have police departments, either internal police departments that are run by a school district or through a contract with a local policing agency, there's no effort to build training into police department's curriculum that relate to the practices of like restorative justice programs or positive behavioral interventions and supports, PBIS. Most of us are familiar with PBIS if we worked in a school system. They found also that when department officers were responding to calls for service, these calls coming from schools where they've got a, an issue they, for whatever reason, don't seem to be able to deal with. Yes, sometimes there were informal warnings, a counsel and release, a citation, and too often kids being booked into custody. Here's the bigger problem with that. Not that it's big, not a big enough problem that they're booking kids into custody. Students who are the subject of police referral regardless of the action that's taken, whether it's a warning, a counsel and release, a citation or formal booking, it doesn't matter what the action is. They now have a record. They have a record in that department system. And so every time that law enforcement is called, they're going to pull up that kid's record. And for something that is minor, they're still going to see that there was an action taken against them. So every time, think about it. We've probably all made some pretty silly mistakes when we were younger in our youth, but if the consequences are escalated because every time somebody pulls up your name, they see that you had a fight. Maybe you said something to a teacher that was inappropriate. Think back to what I shared about students being restrained. This one young lady who was actually tackled and pulled from her seat and wrestled to the floor in a classroom because she wouldn't put her phone away, right? All those records of police contact affect how police respond to that student when they're called back again. And that's just, it's just not right. So, you know, there's a lot of people who say it's not right to talk about defunding the police. And when we say that, or when that's said, nobody's saying get rid of departments completely. What we're saying is, that we need to take a look at the actions that are being taken and the way policing is being handled. And there need to be other options. If we have children that are coming to school with trauma, we know that trauma is going to surface in their behavior. What we need are more counselors. We need more school psychologists. We need more sociologists and therapists that are working with children at the school. 
we don't need to keep putting our kids in handcuffs and creating criminal records for them for what is normal juvenile behavior. All right. That's all I've got for you today. I want you to remember to log in, sign up, subscribe to my YouTube channel so that you'll get noticed when the next interview or actually the first interview posts. Of course, share that, spread the word. And to you that are out there who may know of someone who is what I would call an everyday equity warrior doing something amazing, let me know. We have some amazing guests coming up and who knows, maybe you know the next person who should be one of them. Continue to join me every week and don't worry about the things you cannot change. Let's change the things we can no longer accept. I'll see you next time. That's it for today's episode of the 3E Podcast. Head over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener every single week that posts a review on iTunes will win a chance in a grand prize drawing to win a $25,000 value private VIP day with Dr. Barry herself. Be sure to head over to 3epodcast.com and pick up a free copy of Dr. Barry's gift. Then join us on the next episode.